Welcome to Road to Play Podcast. I am your game master, Kent Blue. We are an actual play podcast where I play tabletop role-playing games with my friends from all over the world. So if you're ready, grab a player sheet, grab some dice, and let's roll to play. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Rotoplay Podcast, a proud member of the Rotoplay Network. I am your host, Kent Blue. All right, I'm going to date this podcast right out of the gate. I hope everyone is doing just fine with this COVID-19 and your self-quarantine and social distancing. I hope everyone is making it through, finding ways to get through your day and just stay positive as you can and being supportive of others and you know just doing what you need to do to to make sure we all get through this together because we will we will get through this together um yeah uh so um with that let's 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 get into the show let's put the outside world behind us and dive into the pretend world of role-playing games this week, we are saying goodbye to Cliffsdale, South Carolina, and we are heading to my hometown of Owensboro, Kentucky for an adventure as ourselves in Into the World, Revolt to the Machines. Into the World is a game line from Fantasy Flight Games that came out a few years ago. It's all about surviving many different apocalypses as yourself. You you play as yourself in this game, and they start right where you are uh it's really cool because all of your equipment is what you have on you at the time and you have to stat out yourself we get a little bit into that in the recording but it's a really interesting system um it has end of day settings for zombies gods aliens and what we are using robots or machines it's a lot of fun. We're having a great time playing it. Uh, who's playing it with me is Alex Tully of the Dungeon Not Included podcast, a great ongoing sci-fi game using the Bulldog system. You should definitely check that out. Then we have a couple of people from our Rotoplay Network show, Powered by the Players, we ha- uh, which is a show that is all about featuring all your favorite Powered by the Apocalypse games. It's a great show. From that, we have Morgan Nuncio, who is also on Red Death on the Road of Blade Network. She plays Ignacia, and we're just, we're, I hope you're checking out Red Death. It's a great podcast that we've been doing for three seasons now. Uh, we also have Diana Lorraine from Powered by the Players. Diana has a multitude of other podcasts. Uh, she introduces them all in the recording. I'm not even going to attempt to. They're they're all fantastic, though. You can take my word on it. I listen to them. I've been a guest on on some of them, so check that out. Um, our my players for this one are amazing, and like I said, we're having such a great time. It's such a fun game. Uh, we're <laughs> lots of laughs and just a lot of general fun while this this kind of horrible thing is happening in the background. But you'll hear all about it. So join me as we head to Owensboro, Kentucky, where Myself and my friends are about to be faced with the apocalypse in Fantasy Flight's End of the World, Revolt of the Machines. Here we are to play End of the World, uh, Revolt of the Machines by Fantasy Flight Games. It is a game all about surviving the apocalypse as yourself. 
I've gathered some really great people for this short series uh, that we're going to do. Uh, I don't know, you know, maybe three or four sessions and yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun. Let's go around and meet everybody who will be playing themselves this game. We will start with Diana. Diana, welcome to Road to Play. Well, you've been here before, just not with me. Uh, not officially, no. <laughs> yep, you played in Chains with Tim, I think it was. Yeah, and we had a we we've, we've played together and that recording went south. Well, let everybody know who you are and where they can find you and all that great stuff. Yeah, I'm Diana Lorraine. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Modcaster, M-A-U-D-C-A-S-T-E-R. I am a co-host of Powered by the Players on the Roll to Play Network. Uh, I am also a cast member of the Space Agers. I am, what else am I doing? I am also half of Macintosh and Mod, which is where I do podcasts about my Little Pony, Riverdale, and movies, and then some other stuff that's coming out later that I can't talk about. All right, and let's let's stick with Powered by the Players. Morgan Nuncio, you're back on Road to Play. Hello, Morgan. I am. It's so cool to be back here. I love it. Um, hi, I'm Morgan. Um, what am I on? <laughs> I co-host and I am the GM for Powered by the Players. I am a part of the Red Death, which is also here on the Road to Play Network. Um, I'm on stream sites such as Good Edition Gaming, uh, Welcome to the Party, and then I'm currently doing a stream, well, I don't know if this will be going on, when it's going on, but um, I did a stream with Actual Factual for Girl by Moonlight, which is a evil hat game that's coming out soon. Very cool. I mean, yeah, this is going up next Thursday, so. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I'm all these things. Fine. <laughs> Uh, at Serena Bezos is my Twitter handle if you want to be my friend. So, uh, yeah. And rounding out this great group of folks, we have Alex Tully from the, well, you tell them where you're from, Alex. You've been here before. You were here for Threadbear. Uh, Threadbear. And uh, I've done a couple like non-recorded things with you guys, which have been really fun. And honestly, some of that we should get back to. But uh, yeah, I've been, uh, I've been on Threadbear, which was fun. I played a group of little toy pirates, which was uh, a blast. On uh, what we called it, uh, Murder Baby on the Disorient Express, I believe was the title of that group. Um, you, I, I, I don't have nearly as much going on as these other two. I only have one thing. I'm, uh, I play Grauka McGruff on the uh, Dungeon Not Included podcast. It's an actual play of Bulldogs. Uh, it's an absolute blast, and uh, you should definitely check it out. Um, Brennan Taylor, who designed the game, also DMs it, and he's amazing. So. Grokka McGruff still uh, top of my list of greatest named characters in actual plays. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. Nothing yeah. has come along to unseat that yet. So, <laughs> All right. But yeah, in Into the World, uh, you do play yourself. So all of you are playing yourselves. We already talked about this, but for everybody at home, uh, yeah, they'll be playing themselves. We have done the very uncomfortable thing of statting ourselves out as role-playing game characters and really looking inside ourselves and judging ourselves and assigning a, you know, numerical value to, to our feelings, our, our physical status and our social status. And sending us a therapy bill later. <laughs> um, I probably will cry a lot. So yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> I ain't shamed. <laughs> so uh, let's get started with with end of the world logical conclusions. We're going to start actually 14 days ago. Uh, we're going to open up at the NSA headquarters in Fort Meade, Maryland. Uh, it's a it's a pretty nondescript building except for 
it's got really darkly tinted windows, which you would expect uh, out of a secret government, you know, building with a lot of different secret departments operating outside of it. But we are there 14 days ago. Uh, the building is locked down. Guards are stationed around outside. There's many security measures and checkpoints you have to get into. This building is really hard to get into or even see into with the darkened windows. All of that's by design. And it's that design that really allowed the apocalypse to begin kind of unnoticed and get a little out of hand. As 14 days ago, in a small, quiet basement, some scientists started messing with things that they couldn't control. They created things that they didn't quite understand and it got out of hand. Uh, we took ourselves to the tipping point of technological advancement, but we couldn't keep ourselves from running right off the edge. And it's here 14 days ago that inside the NSA headquarters in a highly secure basement owned by the Department of Defense, we learned the hard way that we never had a hope for control. All right, and now, if this was a movie, the title card would come up today. Owensboro, Kentucky. We find ourselves in a convention center with... Um, there's a gaming anime convention going on that is called Barbicon. Uh, it, it coincides with a barbecue festival that happens in downtown Orangeville, which is the town I am from in real life. Uh, so we have this great meshing of gamers and cosplayers and anime enjoyers with barbecue lovers all just, you know, shoved together for one weekend in Owensboro, Kentucky. If, if this takes off, can we make this happen? Like if, I love that. Yeah. Uh, we can certainly try. Yes. That's within driving distance of me. I am coming. <laughs> I, it's not in driving distance of me, but I'll be there. <laughs> I mean, it's, you're in driving distance of me, Diana. So, like, we'll just road trip together. <laughs> <laughs> you just drive to my house, hop in my car, and we'll come. We'll just go. It'll be fine. <laughs> Boom. Done. Perfect. <laughs> Yes. See, that would be great in the real world. In this game, that has happened. You all have, you know, Diana and Morgan, you all have jumped in a car. Yeah, that's how we got there. That's how we got to Barbican. And then, Alex, you have drove all night to make it to this, you know, great barbecue anime gaming convention in Western Kentucky. Yep. Uh, Owensboro, Kentucky, for the record, is 843 miles from where I am currently. <laughs> Uh, 15 and a half hours. Actually, it, well, sorry. It, it's that's by the, as the crow flies to drive there. It's 15 and a half and 1,058 miles. I would pay $25 in tolls along the way. Thank you, Waze. So you all have gathered uh, with me in the Owensboro Convention Center. It, it's a nice building. It's a new building. Our Owensboro's downtown has done a lot of improvements over the past few years. So everything's real nice for, for you all coming in. And so we've gathered. Uh, it's about midday, getting towards evening, more, you know, probably four or five o'clock. Um, it's the middle of summer, so it's hot. It gets real hot in Owensboro, and it's real humid as well. So it's not the most comfortable thing or time of year to have a barbecue festival where people are standing over hot grills all day. But anyways, we are inside. We're inside the nice air-conditioned building. Uh, we're actually playing a game of kids on bikes. I'm running a game of kids on bikes for you all. So let's talk about how, how you all, what, what, what are y'all wearing like to this, this convention? You know, there, there are people, um, 
anime people dressed like cosplaying and i mean there, it's almost where there's no like huge celebrities there's maybe some voiceover people like like low-level voiceover people here but what are y'all wearing it's summer it's you know pretty nice weather outside i'm probably wearing jean shorts and tennis shoes and a podcast t-shirt which podcast free advertisement i'm gonna go with gilmore guys mm, okay very nice free advert advertisement gilmore guys <laughs> mm-hmm. i stand kevin t porter <laughs> <laughs> always and forever <laughs> how about you alex what, what what's your normal con going where well generally uh if it's i'm if it's a place where I know it's not going to be, I mean, we know it's an air conditioning building. And so I'm probably not. And, and frankly, when I go to a lot of these cons, since I do design stuff, I try to dress kind of nice. Cause you're going to be potentially networking for game design. So I'll have like a pocket full of business cards and stuff, but generally I'll be wearing, um, usually comfy pants, like a, like a khaki or khaki toned jeans maybe. And then um, usually a vest, uh, collared shirt, sleeves rolled up and either a bow. Like I have actually a really nice set, a couple sets of uh, wooden bow ties I really like. Uh, so I'll wear something like that with it. Um, so for me, I wear leggings cause leggings are pants first off. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Uh, so Facts. I, I typically wear like various colored leggings, very like brightly colored leggings. Um, some of them even have pockets that are really deep. It's good stuff. People look out for it. Um, and uh, just either a t-shirt or a tank top with like some nerd shit on it. Like, I don't know. Stuff. <laughs> I'll wear that. I usually have sneakers on. Uh, my hair is either down in a bun, side braid. It just really depends on when I wash my hair last, honestly. Because <laughs> I wash, because it gets gross after a couple of days. Anyways. <laughs> um, and then I always have a fanny pack on me. Heck yeah. That's my, my purse, quote unquote. It has everything I need in it. And probably like a small tote bag for, for stuff. All right. So yeah, we are all sat around a table. I'm just wearing, you know, um, I don't, I don't know why I'm doing this whole fashion thing, but I'm just wearing a t-shirt because I get hot real easy. Uh, probably some jeans cause I'm not a shorts fella. Um, unless I'm at a baseball game, some nice comfortable shoes cause my feet are always hurting all the time. Um, and yeah, I am running kids on bikes by Doug Lewandowski and John Gilmore free plug for you guys. Any award winners? I heard they're really good. I heard there's also really good designers that help out. And like, yeah, seriously. Yeah, like some people have made some really cool stuff. Oh, and like Kit Teens in Space. <laughs> I I can't do this on Red Death. I can do it here. Any award winning Doug Lewandowski and John Gilmore. <laughs> so we are deep into this game, nearing the end of it. Um, I think what I want to do is I want to go around and you all just tell me something that's happened in the game. Anything you want. You don't really have to like describe your character or anything, but just something that happened in the game. I think for my part, uh, the group uh, of kids ran into Bigfoot out in the forest, you know, and had a nice, lovely encounter with Bigfoot, who was not at all uh, mean or hateful, but was actually a nice, friendly Bigfoot. Uh, my character roasted marshmallows with Bigfoot. Uh, my character, uh, who likes... Um, exercise and calisthenics 
uh, decided that they wanted to jump on Bigfoot's back and they reenacted a bunch of the Empire Strikes Back, Yoda and Luke's back scenes as they ran through the woods. I think my character was the most skittish of them all in regards to Bigfoot because she didn't watch a lot of scary movies and so she was like, what is this? But eventually I think she's on the dot, like eventually made like a little friendship bracelet for him. All right. So yeah, the game's going, uh, it is winding down. We're reaching the end of our four hour slot that we have at the table. Um, and as we're doing that, we, we, you know, the, the convention's going on around us. People are standing in line to get autographs or to buy stuff. People are taking pictures, just having a good time. Other games are going on around us. Um, and we, you know, we notice, uh jesus i've got as 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 okay so i'm a character in this game listeners so i'm only going to refer to myself in the third person so i don't confuse myself (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be real awkward for a minute but we'll get through it together so as ken is wrapping up the game um we you all we we all kind of noticed at the same time that this this taller woman in a black suit uh walks up to the table that we're playing at and Kent continues on, runs the game, and uh, catches notice and, and looks up and says, I'm sorry, can we help you? And so the game kind of comes to a halt as this, this tall woman in a black suit uh, with sunglasses is just standing there for a moment. And Kent's like, hey, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, we're, we're almost done here if you're waiting for the table. Uh, we'll, we'll be done here probably in about 10 minutes. Uh, and after a, a few moments of uncomfortable silence, uh, as you know, we're sitting there just kind of wondering what what this woman's doing. Uh, she she finally speaks and she says, "Kent Blue, you have been chosen for enhancement. Please come with me." And, uh, en- enhancement? Is that like GM code? I think it's a play test for a new game. I, I, wow. I heard there's a couple of those going on here. Enhancement. I think uh, I think I heard that actually is that that's a new game that's coming out. It's, it's- oh, is that coming to Kickstarter in the fall? I thought I heard about that. That that might be. Is that like is that like a KOB upgrade? Um, and so as, as this is happening, and and, you know, and we're all talking, but uh, you know, talking at the table, as this this woman just stands there, uh, she repeats herself again. Kim Blue, you have been chosen for enhancement. Please come with me. Uh, two other of the people in black suits come walking in uh, in different parts of the the convention floor here, which. This convention is mainly one one ground floor, so you kind of see everything. Uh, there are some rooms up upstairs, but most of everything's happening down on the on the the main floor. Two uh, two other people in black suits have walked into the convention hall. One's talking to a vendor, uh, and then uh, across the way, another one's talking to a cosplayer. And and as we sit there, um, Kent, you know, says, "Well, um, what do you mean by enhancement?" And the the woman in the black suit just stares at, 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 at Kent. I mean, she's not looking at anyone else. She's just staring focused in on Kent. Uh, and it's at this time we begin to hear the vendor across the hall start yelling. Just uh, can't really make it out, but it, it's definitely kind of a angry slash panicky yelling. What's going on over there? Some, oh, is that, is that someone mad at a vendor? Oh no, what's the drama? What's going on? And as you all turn and look, uh, you see you see this 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 tall agent has has the vendor by the arm is trying to try to pull them, and the vendor's fighting, you know, kind of slapping at him and, and like like get off me, take your hand off me, leave me alone, and then just 
with just this calm face, this, this person, this, this person in this black suit just picks up the vendor and just throws them and they go flying about 40 feet across and, and crash into a wall and just slide down. It just crumpled into like, just, just crumpled on the floor. What the fuck? Yeah. Everyone says that and starts freaking out. What? 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 Just what? How far away is the vendor from us? Uh, they're probably about, all that took place probably about 40, 50 feet away. Okay. And then the, the agent that's talking to the cosplayer just picks them up and starts walking out the back door, like towards the back. And there's, you know, there's some doors on the back and they just walk straight through the back door, you know, kick it open and go through what? holding this cosplayer. What? Is no one stopping this? Yeah, people are freaking out. Some people have like stepped up uh, to kind of confront that one and they just kind of get, I mean, like the, the, the person in the suit just kind of puts a shoulder and just keeps on walking past them. Uh, I think honestly, my, my first instinct would be to get my phone out and start recording. Okay. Yeah. Just absolutely got to make sure that we can document this for later because this isn't right. I get the phone out like yelling, hey, what are you doing? Put them down. And I'm like, hold this is not right. Get ri- put them down, you know, trying to get anything I can. Yeah, which, I mean, as you do that, all of you kind of remember that over the past few weeks on social media, you've been seeing like strange reports of, of people in suits uh, showing up places and then kind of people going missing from there. You've seen a couple of viral videos of, of what looks, I mean, they've all been real shaky and everything of, like you would have thought until this moment that it was just something from a movie. You know, you see one of, of, of a man in one of these black suits jumping out of a helicopter from about 40 feet up and landing uh, and just un, un, unharmed at all. Uh, and you've seen another one of, of you know, this of, of, of someone in a black suit, like being shot at by the police, but it's not doing anything to stop them. Like they keep just moving. We, we should leave. What's what the, what is she doing right now? The one that's here. So uh, whenever Diana says we should leave, um, you know, Kent gets up to go, like starts gathering up his things, uh, his book and his dice and, you know, puts himself on his pocket and the agent says, repeats again, Kent Blue, you have been chosen for enhancement. Please come with me and goes to, to grab on onto him. And I mean, Kent starts resisting. Yeah, I think I, I'm gonna just start like trying to push her away. Be like, "Bitch, what the fuck are you doing? No!" All right, give me a let's do a let's do a roll. Let's do a oh, physical no, first roll. roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the way rolls work in this game is we have two sets of dice uh, that can be distinguished from each other. We have positive dice and negative dice, and you're going to make a pull. You're going to start with one positive dice, uh, just base. And then you're going to add a dice for any positive features you have, which we have features um, like, like I made up a character sheet. Like one of my features is I'm kind of strong, not like a bodybuilder or anything, but you know, I can lift something if I need to, um, you know, reasonably. Um, you're going to add a dice for any equipment that may be help, helping you out. Or if you have assistance from one of the other players, so you're going to build a little dice pool and then you're going to add, then I'll add in negative dice as I see fit, like based off. Any neg- or if you have negative features, you can add negative dice, or I can add negative dice based on like situational. Okay, so I have a dice because we're going with vitality. Is that right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've also been in a fight. 
Well, I think actually, I think a dexterity. I think dexterity, dexterity. Is, is like offensive and vitality is defensive. So. <laughs> fine. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> so dexterity, um, I've been in a fight, so did that count as a positive? Yeah, I mean, you got experience, so. I'm also strong, so maybe like I can just. Mm-hmm. Or as I wrote it, strunk. Strunk. <laughs> strunk. So. Do I just add the one dice positive dice or do I both top positive? Yeah, dice? yeah. So you get one. Go ahead and add. Uh, we'll, I'll go ahead and let you have uh, two. One for your being strong and one for, I mean, you've been in a fight. So you kind of, you know. Being strong. Yeah, you're not, go, you're mm-hmm. not going into this. You know, strong. like, how do I punch? You know, you know, if it comes to punching, you know what you need to do. Yeah. Um, do you have any negative features under, under physical that would come in? I'm slow. Okay. So we'll add one dice for that. And I think, I think that's it. I think that's all we're going to add for right now. So you'll take up all those dice, all your positive and your and your negative. um, So I roll both the dice for my um, features, so one for each. Do I have a dice for dexterity? Is that right? Yeah, you should have three three positive dice and two, or I'm sorry, one negative dice. Animal dice is negative. Okay. What am I doing? So all right. So what you're going to do is <laughs> <laughs> I roll the dice. What do I do? What do the numbers mean? <laughs> what does it mean? So the fun part's over, and I have to do math. Yeah. If you if your negative dice has the same result of any of your positive dice, does it match any of those? What'd you roll on your negative dice? I rolled a three on my negative, and my positive is a five one one. Okay, so your negative dice is not going to cancel out any of your positive dice. So that's what it, that's that's how it works. Whenever you roll your negative dice, it, it from one for one, it cancels out positive dice of the same value. So you don't have to worry about that. That's good. Uh, so, um, so you're not going to remove any dice from your pool. And now, what you're looking for, you're looking for a success is one of your dice is equal to or less than your dexterity score. Oh, yeah. I have a two in dexterity, so two of my dice were less. Okay, so yeah, you, you just needed one to succeed. So because because you have that one that one negative dice in there, you're going to take one stress in your physical trait. So down there in your stress track, uh, in the one, just color in that the leftmost one on your one. Oh, okay. Stress and resistance. So just the one, the first one. Yeah, just the first little bubble there. Okay. And we'll go over stress more as we need to. We don't need to at this moment, but. Uh, but yeah, but you are going to succeed. So what are you trying to do? I'm just pushing her like away and down. Yeah, to separate her. Yeah. Like, get her hands off. Okay. Gotta keep her yeah. separated. You do that. So whenever you do go to push her, you realize this 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 woman is very strong. Mm-hmm. Like probably stronger than you anticipated. Like it's like pushing against a rock, but you are strong. So you do get in there and you get a good way to, to separate her from from grabbing on onto Kent. Uh, so you do you do separate the, the two of them. Kent go. Yeah, and Kent doesn't have to be told twice. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I get away uh, because you know she was she she was after Kent, and, and so he takes off, uh, hoping you all are right behind him. And as as that happens, uh, you hear the agent, you know, kind of get back up to their feet, and and they say the subject has refused enhancement. Please dispatch additional agents for apprehension, and then begins to like walk after Kent. Where do y'all go? Are y'all still there? Did y'all disappear? I think that I'm still filming probably. Oh. Uh, 
while this is happening. Uh, and I think at that point when they say they're sending more people, I start saying like, what's, we got to go get Ken. We can't just let, he doesn't know that they're coming. We need to go and start trying to pull you guys with me that way toward them. Yeah. I grab my bag and start skidoodling. Yes. I throw on my backpack and I follow. <laughs> yeah, so, so the convention floor has become just chaos because one person's been tossed about, you know, 30 to 40 feet away against a wall. Another person's been forcibly removed. And a lot of people have seen this encounter with, with the, the woman that in the suit that you are nearest. So um, yeah, the convention floor is kind of a madhouse as, as, I, as Kent has run off and you all are, are going after. Um, I think we can do a roll here to kind of to kind of catch up to me. Um, I think that we'll do. I think we're going to use the mental stat just as a, you know, kind of picking me out of a crowd, remembering what I was wearing, you know, and, and locating me. So y'all can uh, you can either roll individually or you can kind of pull, you know, say you're all assisting each other and then pick whoever has the highest stat to do the actual roll and, you know, give each other bonuses that way. I choose that one. <laughs> all right. So if we're going to throw stuff out there and we can, we can see what people want to do. I have, I, I have a three for my logic, which I feel like we're hearing. So do I. And then I also have plus one feature for spatial recognition. Oh, let me see. What, what did I put? Uh, I have a three for logic and two for willpower. So that's what I have as well. Uh, I, I'm not good. Um, the only thing I have for a positive is creative solutions, which I don't think applies right now to this. I put that I have a good memory. Mm. I put negative. I'm a space cadet and I get lost easily. So this is not going to help. So <laughs> I guess, I guess what the question would be is, is he going a direction you've been before? What we'll do, what we'll do. <laughs> it, it sounds like Alex might be the best equipped at the moment. Um, yeah. Right. yeah. So we'll use your 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 stats, and then you're going to add two dice because they're helping you kind of. Okay. So I'm doing. So it's three for logic, one for additional for spatial, and then is it one additional or one for each of them for? Well, you get one base die, and then you're going to add one for your positive feature of um, spatial awareness. Okay. And then add one for. You know, one for Morgan and one. Okay, for so I got four, so four, four dice. dice, and then are you giving me any negatives? Because I'm gonna put just one negative in there, just because there's a lot going on. Okay, yeah, people running in front of you, freaking out, like, "Where's my kid? Where's my friend?" You know, everyone's kind of losing, you know, control. At the okay, point. and and you know, somewhere behind you, you have at least one of these people in the black suits, you know, in pursuit, not necessarily of you, but probably going the same direction as you. Sure, but just one, one negative. All right. So I have uh, two sixes, a four and a one in my positive, and a five in my negative. So the negative five, the five does not do anything to me. And then I have two that are with oh, oh only one that's under my three, which is the one that I have three okay. over. So you're going to succeed, but you are going to take a stress from that negative die since it didn't get canceled out. Okay. Uh, so mark mark a stress, and yeah, I mean. To describe to me, you know, you're you're going to end up finding me, locating me, and, and catching up to me. We're not going to do a separate role for actually getting to me. So just kind of play that. I think out, I know. think that as we're like dodging people, like bodies are flying above us, things are going back and forth. You see some like 
crazy cause like big cosplay go by like the people have like the like kind of like suits going get like in our path and through it all we happen to look through and uh i catch sight of your glorious beard and uh we are able to narrow you down from there and we i, I follow that with that i'm like the, to the beard let's go and we start making our way that way excellent so yeah i think you all catch up to me kind of out and you know we, we get out of the convention hall and you catch up to me out in this in the kind of foyer area with these big windows mm-hmm. and people are starting to, to pile into there from from the convention floor so that's where you all catch up to me the doors out to the front which you all know is the way you came in everybody comes in through the, the front doors here and yeah, um, I'm not just going to keep referring to myself in the third person because that's getting hard to do. Uh, Fair. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm freaking out. Uh, you know, I'm like, what what was that? Do y'all know I, uh, any idea? I, I don't know, but I think we need to go. This is not a safe place. She called for reinforcements. She called. Oh my! Let's, more of them. Yeah. yeah. We can be damned. We have to leave. Okay, I've heard. Is this any? You think this has to do with anything with like the genetically modified beef that might be used in this barbecue? Like, I don't. Wait, what? Like, I mean, they're tossing people. There's some modif- gen- genetic modification going on. This maybe. Be- Why are the vegans always right? <laughs> <laughs> she threw that person. I mean, they threw that person like thirty feet. That's impossible. I mean, maybe it is the meat or the burgoo or something. I don't know. It's something, and we can ask these questions later when we're not in this crowd. Yeah, good point. Okay, yeah, yeah. I parked. I parked in the parking garage. It's across the street. We just, you know, we'll just get across there and get my my vehicle, and I don't know, get a, get away from here at least. Okay. All right. Let's go. Yeah, everybody. We all start piling out, and you know, um, we have maybe couple hundred feet to get to the parking garage uh, whenever we go out it's there's you know a lane that pulls up in front of the convention center and then we got a nice grass portion to go across and then across the street to get to the parking garage so we start making our way there and i mean everyone's you know people are running out screaming um and just it's it's becoming chaos uh luckily the barbecue festival seems to be not affected yet so the majority of the people, I mean, this thing is about a 70,000 person event each year. Nothing's happening there from what we can tell. It's not like mass chaos and panic everywhere. It just seems to be confined to this convention center as we're making our way out across the street and towards the parking garage. Can I keep an eye out just in case we see some more people coming towards us? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can do that. Kent, what kind of car do you drive? Oh, I have a I have a Ford Escape. It's on the second level of the garage, which the garage is only about there's only three levels. So, what color is it? It's silver. A uh, question: um, Having been to any event where people are leaving very quickly, does anybody have a vehicle that's on ground level somewhere closer to an exit? Because we're going to get stuck in that garage. Um. Yeah. Do y'all think? I mean. I would assume you're all staying. I mean, there's a couple of hotels within walking distance of this place. Like real, I mean, there's one right across, you know, the parking lot from it. So there's, it's yeah, probably possibility. One of you all parked closer than the parking garage. I want to go away from this area. <laughs> um, well, there's, I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. There are a bunch of food trucks nearby from the barbecue festival we can go that way and not risk getting stuck in a concrete cube there 
Fair. But what if it's the beef? <laughs> oh, that that is true. I didn't even think of that. I set up this ridiculous genetic beef. Wait, <laughs> new suggestion. They have sides. There are cheese fries there. No, 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 no. The vegan place from Austin that I go to is here. The vegan barbecue place. Yeah. <laughs> there is a vegan barbecue place in Texas, in Austin. It's called, um, I forgot, but I've, I've been to it. It's good. <laughs> I, I believe it. I believe it. My, my other thought is just because one vegan food truck exists, does that mean that we're not going to be surrounded by a bunch of beef eaters who have just gone genetically modified? And <laughs> one of my friends here in town, he's a vegan chef and he has won the Texas chili cook-off here. That's amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. His food is phenomenal. Uh, yes. Yes. We will go to the food trucks. Do you, do you know the name? Do you have a pl- Are you going to plug it? Do you know the name of the... <laughs> He has he is he has you know, moved restaurants, so I don't know I don't know where he is now. So oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So what's what's the plan to head more towards? So we're coming out. Uh, heading to the left would be barbecue festival area. Heading straight across would be parking garage. Heading right would be to probably one of y'all's vehicles at the hotel, which is on a ground level. That just parking lot. By the way, the vegan barbecue place is called Barbecue Revolution. So <laughs> <laughs> I had to look it up. <laughs> this show is going to have so many sponsors. So many plugs. <laughs> so many plugs. <laughs> so many regional plugs. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think maybe we can hide somewhere if we're going to be stuck here for a while? Like, I know that coffee place is around the corner. I mean, yeah, we could try to blend in with the crowd uh, and get lost there. I mean, but you said there. I mean, you said there's. They called for reinforcements. Do we? I mean, I don't. I mean, I wonder how many it could be. I think we do need to get out of here. I think that Diana was right. Was right. We need to go. I just think that the parking garage is not the way to go. Uh, you two drove up together, right? Yeah. Yeah. What kind of car do you have? Do you guys have a space that can fit four of us? Yes, I have a. I have a Nissan Rogue. And I think we go rogue. We go rogue. Let's do let's this. go rogue. Let's go rogue. We can go rogue. <laughs> uh, my my car's at the hotel. Okay. So so heading off towards the hotel. Uh, we're kind of having that like we've stopped in this grass, you know, kind of to, to figure it out real quick because we were heading one direction, and now we're heading. We turned right to head over towards the the hotel with its flat, you know, not enclosed parking area. Uh, Morgan, you actually, as, as we're, we start heading that way, um, you see, you see the woman that came to the table come, I mean, just out one of the front doors and stand still and just like kind of scanning across everyone that's running out. Um, and you do notice that it, as, as her eyes come across, it just locks dead in on the, and on our group. I mean, if, you know, if they weren't wearing sunglasses, you could probably tell that they, their eyes locked dead in on me, but. Oh shit! We've been found. We gotta get her. We we gotta go now. She's out the door. So we all take off running with Diana leading the way, and this this woman uh, is in hot pursuit and is running very fast, faster than we would have thought possible. And um, as as we get over to Diana's car, uh, Diana, do you have your keys on you and out? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my, my keys are ready to go. All right. Um, we, we start piling in this agent. This, God damn it. <laughs> this, 
this this woman uh, in the I mean I should they're they're agents all right I can't just keep describing them as people in <laughs> they're some sort of agent that's what comes to mind uh, sometimes in running I was like oh they look like government agents and now that's what we call them yeah sure perfect now you don't yeah. have to edit it anymore <laughs> this agent uh, <laughs> comes running and as we were piling in into the rogue just jumps and lands I mean jumps about thirty feet and lands right in front of the, in front of the, the car. I scream. <laughs> yeah. We all scream. I think, I think this is the movie, like all of us scream at once thing. Ah! Ah! Yeah. yeah <laughs> I scream as well. I put the car in reverse. So yeah, let's, I wonder what kind of road would be for driving. What do you think? What do you think to, to kind of drive us out of this, start driving us out of this situation? Dexterity for like, yeah. And coordination. foot speed yeah. and arm speed. Anything? Okay, that works for me. So I have a one in dexterity, fortunately. Okay. So that's a one. So you're going to get one base die. Do you have any features that are going to help you out or hinder you? Not in dexterity. No. <laughs> Can I help her like by pointing out like various things? Like, oh, shoot. Yeah, I'll th- yeah. <laughs> all three of you are helping me. So is that, is that one dice or three dice? <laughs> We'll do one because if you have two people trying to like give you directions, I think that gets confusing usually. That's that's fair. That's very fair. <laughs> yeah, you'll focus in on just Morgan's voice uh, as you know as, as navigation begins to happen. Listen to my cool dulcet tones <laughs> as I try not to freak out. <laughs> and, and I know for me, uh, as being me, I'm freaking out in the backseat. <laughs> So you're not being helpful. Are you a negative? So we're gonna we're we're gonna we're gonna add uh, we're gonna add um, a negative diet on my behalf <laughs> because Ted <laughs> is not being helpful. <laughs> okay. So gather up those dice and give them a roll. Okay, I got a six and a three on my positive and a two on my negative. My dexterity is a one. No. All right. That's that sounds like a big old fail. Um, let me see what fail. I think it's just failing. I don't think. I mean, you're gonna take one stress uh, from the negative die that is still there. But yeah, it's just gonna it's gonna fail. Um, let me just make sure there's nothing additional for failing. Okay. Yeah, it just fails. Wait, what were your dice again? Um, your dice. What was your five, dice numbers again? Three and then a two. How's that a fail? Because you have to roll the same as or under your number. So oh, I thought it'd be the same or above your number. No, it's same or below. Oh, yeah, that's because you want to. I mean, if you spend more points in something, you have a greater chance mm-hmm. of success. And so yeah, you just fail. You take one stress. Okay. Um, so yeah, tell me, tell me about. Well, I'll tell you about your failure. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you start backing up just to get away from the, this this agent and. You have Morgan helping you out, saying, "Oh, turn this way. You know, cut now, cut now, or watch out for that car." You know, but not in a panicky way that 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 raises your anxiety in a nice, nice commanding. You got this way. I mean, there's a slight bit of panic in my voice, <laughs> but it's more urgent. like I'm trying to focus. Direction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Morgan's right. giving ASMR directions. But what's really, what's so really, what's really going to happen is. <laughs> <laughs> Diana's really good in a, in an emergency, so I take your direction well. Uh, I can still fail, mm-hmm. <laughs> clearly, as the dice has shown. Mm-hmm. So while you do have Morgan help you out, what's really 
just your full attention is the freaking out man that's directly behind you trying to push his way out of this vehicle through the backseat as this, as this, this agent just continues to like, like run at the car as it's backing up. Uh, and so when you just, you, you can't take it anymore. Uh, you, your concentration breaks for just a second and you back into another vehicle. And then this agent climbs up on top of the, the, the roof of your car and just puts a big fist right, right through the windshield. Hey. Ah! <laughs> Shit. Drive forward, drive, drive forward. forward. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to have a roll for driving forward. That's a little easier. So yeah, you take off, you, you hit the, you know, you hit the gas and drive forward. And this, this agent just kind of squats down and grabs on and is just trying to crawl through the front of the vehicle into it to, to get into the back seat to get to me. Can I kind of like try to kick her like to like, I'm trying to hit her as I'm driving. I'm also going to try to hit her as I'm driving or I'm not driving, but like, okay. Yeah. Apparently I'm in the passenger seat. So like, all right. I'm going to, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was because I think that puts Alex in the back with me. Yeah, that's fine. I think I'm going to be trying to like, push myself in front of you like pull you back behind me because we know they're going for you so like try and while they're kicking i'm creating create a wall i would like to take a moment to say end game can't appreciates his friends really uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're a good gm <laughs> you're going a great, to great means to great means yeah. to save him. Take the gm yeah. <laughs> all right well i've sacrificed my car yeah. to Ken to the gm <laughs> I, th- I think we're going to skip rolls and not make all of you roll. Um, I think that you two are able to keep the to keep the agent away from me as Diana gets okay. out on the street and drives down it. Um, important question: uh, Do you turn right or left whenever you get out to the street? Uh, uh, should I look at the map? Uh, I don't <laughs> think you have time to do that. Do a do a, yeah, do a roll even even as one odds the other. I like this plan. Yeah. Uh, I rolled an odd. What did, did you decide it's going to be? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Right has odd number of letters in it, so it's good. Okay. Good. You don't turn like left. And you don't turn left and go down the wrong way down a one-way street. <laughs> <laughs> so you turn right and, and just you know start driving and. I mean, this this agent's still kind of trying to get into the car, but but the other you other two uh, and me, I'm helping out to save my own ass a little bit. Uh, we do, I think we we do uh, get the agent kind of pushed out enough, and they they roll off the hood and thud to the ground. And for a moment, at least, it seems that we may be you know out of it. Thank God. What the fuck? <sighs> can can I drive a? Can I keep driving away from oh, her? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna drive around her and as fast away as possible. Yeah, there's other vehicles that are doing the same thing. So I mean, it's not a high speed getaway, but but you are driving off. You know, it is the Indy 500 in Diana's <laughs> mind. I'm going. <laughs> Screw rules. I'm leaving. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I am freaking out in the back. I'm like, I don't. I have no idea what this is about. Why? 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 She's after me. You're up for enhancement, whatever that means. Did you sign up for anything? I didn't sign up for anything, at least on purpose. I mean, I didn't. 
I mean, how how many things do you sign up here to like play test or you know get on the email list for? I'm, you know, like three games to, to run. And well, when you sign, when you registered, did you hit accept on the user agreement without reading any of it? Because like it may. I mean, yeah. Who who has that time? <laughs> Always read the fine print, Ken. Wait, we gotta read fine print. What is that? Yeah. Oh no, Morgan. <laughs> I'm not the one for enhancement. You might be up for enhancement as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, somebody, we're doing a lot of this. Is maybe the most rolling I've ever had in one of my games. It's, it's wild. Somebody, somebody, give me a roll. Whoever, I mean, as we're all engaged in this conversation, it's going to be a, a mental uh, roll to see if you notice something. Whoever wants to volunteer. Well, I would say that Morgan was the only person here who actually out loud said they wanted to be diligently looking at things at any point here. So maybe it should be Morgan. Oh, this is true. Damn it. I was trying to do nose goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm driving really fast. So I'm looking for yeah, other cars. I think, I think Morgan not could be looking cars. for not cars. All right. Uh, just, I'm, I don't think we're even going to put any negative dice. So you're not going to take any stress on this. So it's just a matter if you pass or not um so just one and then if you have a positive feature add another dice you know i don't i probably have a negative feature but i think right now it's not going to come into play okay because <laughs> i'm too like tired and high strong to be a space cadet so uh mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's just like i'm focused yeah and you're actively watching so yeah um yeah roll that uh i guess one dice sounds like or yep i failed i got a six and i needed a three or less all right, so you don't notice that uh, second agent, uh, uh, this one is a, a bigger uh, bigger man, comes running from the side and just throws a shoulder right into the front of this car. And a rogue's a car, right? I'm not like saying car when it's like a truck or something. It's a hatchback? Yeah. Well, it's... Yeah, okay. Uh, no, it's like a midsize SUV. Mm-hmm. Like a CRV. Gotcha. Uh, throws a shoulder into this into this car right into the front and just sends it spinning. Uh, just just a big full turn. Uh, doesn't tip over anything, but the car. I'm I'm sorry you drove all the way to Kentucky to just have your car fucked up, Diana. But okay. <laughs> I did it for you, Kate. <laughs> So yeah, the car spins out, and um, I think we're we're all just going to give a little roll to see like um, see a, vit- a vitality roll. I'm going to roll as well to just see if we get too in- injured in this collision with you know this this agent and the vehicle, the second agent. Just a single. Um, unless you think you have something, uh, which. I'm going to put one oh. negative die on everybody for... I am you know. flexible. There you go. So I'm doing two. I'm strong. You're strong. Yeah. I'm going to use my, I'm going to use my kind of strong feature. Yeah. I'm not going to... I, I, the only plus I have here is endurance, but I was thinking that more for like not getting winded, which I'm not really worried about for this situation. I'm just going to give myself the, yeah. the one positive and one negative die when I roll this. Okay. So we'll all roll that and report back. We're doing one negative. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, one negative, just for oh my god, I didn't okay. expect a, a you know a human being to run into this vehicle to knock over the car. 
um, I got all threes or two threes, and my vitality's at three. So I think that means I pass and it cancels. Yeah. So you don't even take a stress. Yeah, you come out of this really good. Woo! You're just you're just along for the ride. Yeah. I I think I pass with a one, and I also take a stress. Same. Yeah, I pass, but I'm I'm also taking a stress. Same. So. <laughs> I'm the only one who wore their seatbelts. <laughs> I was starting to once I saw we're in the clear. I'm like, all right, cool. Maybe I should buckle up. Same. <laughs> <laughs> once you fill uh, in so- a stress spot, like all three stressed on a level. Now, if you fill in all nine, you did. So mm-hmm. just remember that. Uh, but if once you fill in a line of them, you get resistance. So you will. Your resistance is equal to the number of tiers in the matching stress track that have all three boxes filled in. So if you fill in that first line of one, you'll ignore one stress dies. Or one, okay. neg- yeah, you'll ignore a negative. It doesn't, I mean, you don't get rid of it. You just ignore that stress going forward. So. But once all nine of those fill up, you uh, if it's all physical, you, you're dead. If it's all mental, you just like, I mean, your mind breaks. Uh, if it's social, you've just kind of go i guess like catatonic you know basically you just <laughs> shut down but we'll see i don't anticipate that happening because i'd like for this game to go beyond one session yeah oh shit i just realized like okay so both of mine that i rolled in are in physical so i think i'm okay yeah i, I just I realized just, oh shit there's one for each <laughs> yeah i don't think anybody has filled up anything yet but no um I'm at two I'm now. <laughs> i just makes mine you stronger i mean it, it puts you closer to death but you're stronger <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think mine was in i think mine was when we did the map like the room reading ones that would be in my mental yeah i think yeah. okay cool so yeah the car spins around so those of us who failed well no i think i think everybody passed right just had stress yeah so you just get banged up a little bit maybe you know uh, hit your head against the, the not the window because that'd be real hard but like you know hit your head against the back the back the headrest or something but we all come out of it pretty well. We start, you know, filing out of the car, um, except for <laughs> me. I get pulled out by the agent, grabs on, grabs me, and just pulls me out of the car, and attempts to start walking away with me. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Visit roll2playpodcast.com for more information. R O L L two playpodcast.com. Like us over on Facebook at roll2playpodcast. Follow us on Twitter at roll2playpod. Have a question or comment? Email us at road2playpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to play with a game with us, just hit us up on any of our social media and let us know. And lastly, our music is the intro track from the Spellbreaker EP by Triatachion. Visit soundcloud.com slash Triatachion.